Do you feel that in a time when we are more connected than ever, we are drifting away from real human connection, especially to ourselves? I do. Hi, I'm Leticia Latino, and I want to invite you to join me and my very inspiring guests in exploring ways to reconnect to your essence, to your definite purpose, to what makes you tick. Are you ready? Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Back to Basics, Reconnecting to the Essence of You. With me today is Dr. Travis Fox, who holds two doctorates, one Emmy Award, more than 30 Telly Awards, and has over 14,000 hours on global stages. He's also a producer, director, author, celebrity teacher, trainer, and entertainer. He has been named a top 20 entrepreneur by Yahoo Finance and a top 20 Instagram influencer by BuzzFeed. He has been named on radio shows, television programs, and podcasts across the country. And I'm really, really honored to have you here with me. Hello, Dr. Travis. How are you doing? Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. And by the way, when I hear them read my resume, I, I always ask, are they, are they talking about me? <laughs> Have I done all that stuff? Because I still, you know, even though I'm, you know, what I call the back nine of life, I'm, I'm now 51 as of last month. Congrats. Um, Thank you. Uh, I still act like I'm 16. I feel like I'm 12. I'm going, have I, is that, is that, I've got so much more to do. What are you, what is she talking about? So thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for the introduction. No, that is amazing. I, I have to say, I, I can relate a little bit to what you're saying. I haven't achieved a, a portion of what you have achieved, but it's true that it's almost like your life starts to happen and you start achieving things and doing things. And then it adds up one thing at a time. It eventually adds up and I mean, it's very impressive what you have achieved, and I'm very excited that you're here. And obviously, you know, a big part of this show is about the journey itself. It's about learning about who young Travis was, well, you know, when you were a child. And, you know, can you share with the audience, where are you from? And really, what were you passionate about as a kid? What you envisioned yourself doing? Is, is it anything that relates to what you're currently doing? Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. No, no. I'm, I'm like most people on the planet. There are three paths of your life. There is the original one you came in on, which is your spiritual path, your life's passion, purpose, mission, and vision. There is your parents' vision for your life. And then there is what's going to happen. And so <laughs> uh-huh. that I love that. I never I never yeah. heard that 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 way. So share about that. You know that yeah. I would love to hear about your parents vision because I never heard that di- distinction, you know, but it's true. When you yeah. hear about the journeys, people will tell you, well, you know, my parents instilled this in me or they told me about this and you follow sometimes that path. You almost subconsciously follow that path because, yes. you know, it's, it's part of the pillar structure of what makes up your subconscious, right? We get that very young at the imprint stage, and, you know, zero to eight years old, and we don't really realize it. For me, you know, I, I had very dichotomous parents. So I have a mom who is a, a model and an actress, a very working model and actress, especially when I came on the planet. Wow. And I have a father who is a fighter pilot. So, you know, I have left brain, right brain as a parent, or what's called bihemispheric, mm-hmm. and... You know, my first four years of my life, I was born in Phoenix, Arizona. So I am, I was born in the United States. I'm a United States citizen, but I was immediately whisked off to Japan mm. because that's where my mother did most of her modeling at the time, because at the time, you know, she was red hair, green eyes and five, seven, and I was tall for the industry. So they sent her off to Japan because she was what they were looking for. So my father, you know, got over to uh, Okinawa. So I spent the first four years of my life in Japan and wow. then came back for a brief stint for about six months in Florida. And that's when my father's plan for my life started to kick in. And my father's plan was, he was one of those Michigan farm boys that's kind of good at every sport, but wasn't great in any sport. But mm-hmm. golf was the one that got him you know, turned on the most. So we put a golf club in my hand when I was just about five years old and I took to it naturally. It just was normal to me. He was playing a game. And it was a way for my father and I to relate. <clears throat> well, long story long, we all, I go off to Germany for three and a half years for my mom's career, my dad's career. And by the time I come back, I'm just shy of nine and a half, 10 years old, and they decide to get divorced. And mm-hmm. so, you know, go figure. I always tell people, if you ever saw the original Top Gun movie, it didn't end that way. It was like, yeah, right on by. <laughs> I was like, this, this, this is a good idea. Maybe it was just because you guys wanted me to be on the planet. But the two of you, the communication mm-hmm. strategies are completely off, off mark. Mm-hmm. And long story long, 
golf became my father's plan for me, which I adopted 100%. So even you go back, look at middle school, you can look at my high school yearbooks. Everybody knew Travis Fox was going to be on the PGA tour and was going to go, you know, with the U S open and the masters. That was, that's, I, you know, as a personality, I always analogize people. If you ever saw the famous eighties movie, Ferris Bueller's day off, I was Ferris. I was friends with everybody because I found people interesting. So I wasn't just friends with the, with the cool kids or the athletes. I was with band and with drama, with the, the, the metal shop. I didn't care. I just kind of wandered around school because I found school very boring. Why? Because I'm a little bit Asperger's. So intelligent wise, I just went in class, memorized everything, gave it back to them. The rest of the time I was jerking around or playing golf because it was boring to me. And then you start to realize, I started to realize going into my senior year, and preparing to go to college and play golf, of course, and to gear up to go to the tour, that there was a part of me that subconsciously was starting to rear its head. And I got interested in other things, i.e. girls to start with that one. Yeah, I was always interested. I was always, <laughs> okay. interested. I was always interested in them, but I got really interested in them last <laughs> year. Just kind of went to it like I leveled up in my game. Long story long, during that leveling up and all young arrogance that I had, I became a first time father at 18 years old and instantly two things occur. My father's path for my life was revealed to me as the only way my father and I could communicate was on the golf course. My father was still very much stuck in an emotional disassociative state and resenting somewhat the divorce from my mother in a heartbroken state. And of course, I look a lot like my mom, so do the math. So it was an instant, constant you know, trigger for him. And two, I liked golf and I was good at it, very good at it, still am to this day, but I didn't love it. And to play at that level, and I grew up with a lot of famous players who are on the tour now playing against each other. They love it. I liked it. I liked working with people better, which was more my mom's career path because I'd started modeling when I was nine years old when we came back from you know, Germany, which my father didn't appreciate because that's not a real job. And I said, well, hey, dad, why don't you get up and send in front of 10,000 people and see if you can handle it? Because it's not as easy as it looks. It's a very you know, challenging career, but I make it look easy because I've been doing it my whole life. I said, but it's not as easy as you think. And I said, and so, but to my father, you know, fighter pilot, you know, engineer, that whole deal, that was not a real job. So that just fueled me on even more to go do it. Uh, so I became first time, <laughs> so I became first time father. And in that process, when that broke down, the second thing that happened was I had the emotional breakdown. I, I went from my life is completely planned out. I know exactly what I want to, I have no idea who I am. I have no idea how to be a father. I don't know who Travis is without golf because that's what I've spent my whole identity on. And that's when my whole life changed to the truth. My spiritual path, my real passion and purpose was finally revealed, which was what I do now and have been doing now for consequently the last 32 years, which is, you know, helping people transform their business and their, their lives, but doing that in a fun way, because being a part of that industry for so long, I realized that, you know, if it's not fun, people aren't going to do it. And I'm not making light of trauma. I, I, I'm a survivor of trauma as well as are all of my partners. We're, we're big on that. We're big autistic supporters. Uh, I'm a parent to an autistic uh, son, so I know a lot about the process. Um, but it's still, bottom line, we're human beings. And if, if it's not fun, we're not going to change in business. We're not going to transform ourselves. We're not going to make our relationship better. We're certainly not going to make our body in better shape because it sounds like work and work sucks. And so my entire life path was, how do we take something that is somewhat seemingly complex, which is business, business development, leadership development, you know, sales profiling and transformation and make it fun and adventurous. And now here we are 31 years later, a million people have gone through the process and we've refined it now. And now it's all in the palm of your hands because now we've been able to take and scientifically prove that we can put you in the fantasy realm, commonly called the subconscious, but we call it the fantasy realm. And in the fantasy realm, all things are possible to you still. In your conscious logical mind, as we're having this conversation right now, that's not possible because your conscious mind says, nope, I need to have money. I need to be taller. I need to be whatever. And until that, nothing can go on. It's a limiting belief structure as most people define it. But in the subcon, that doesn't exist. And so by putting people in gameplay, putting them in fantasy play, putting them in the flight simulator for business, if you will, where they can take those skills, transform themselves, and then bring it into their reality instantly, we found that people changed literally overnight double, triple their business, their relationship changed, their relationship with their parents, uh, their kids changed, all of that changed, but it wasn't such a hard thing. And that's been really the scope of my work for the last 31 years, both film, television, on stage, training, guiding people, but going, hey, look guys, you were already a master. You were a master when you were 13. However, two things got in your way. One, puberty, because you're all hormonically a mess. We all are. Mm -hmm. And two, 
we are so busy segregating to find a way to fit in after our imprint stage and you know what's called social adaption or social modeling that we we classify ourselves okay well i'm i'm in the band or i'm in the athlete group or i'm the cheerleader or i'm the academic group or whatever we find to try to find our place to fit in and in that process we start shutting down parts of our whole personality to fit into that group because we get teased, we get bullied, we get ostracized, we get yelled at, our parents tell us that's not the way to do it, our teachers do whatever, but that part of us that we label as the misfit, the geek, the dork, the nerd, the 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 brilliance, whatever you're whatever you just thought, you know you're an athletic muscle head, whatever the thing was, we hid that away in our subconscious. But that's truly where our mastership lives. So we've spent the better part, and I found over the last 30 years of data and watching, working with companies, entrepreneurs, coaches, trainers, you name it, I, we've done it, that people, uh, their mastership lives in that misfitness. And we've spent most of our lives trying to justify being everything but ourselves to finally come back to the truth of that being the true self, being who we really were, is exactly what our business needs. It's exactly what our relationship needs, it's what our body needs so that we can transform ourselves. And that's what now all encompassed in what we call the ultimate business quest, which is the gamified version of how to grow your business inside the app. Wow, that's uh, that's a lot. Yeah, um, like a lot. I normally take <laughs> I normally take notes because I learn, and I'm like just in awe about everything you're saying because there's so much in there. And uh, you know, when I introduce you, obviously you have so so many achievements. One of the things that I should have mentioned to my audience is you know the do the two doctorates, uh, Doctor Travis holds is uh, psychology and clinical hypnotherapy. So mm -hmm. that I think adds more you know credit to everything you're sharing with us and with the audience in terms of, you know, how can one transform their lives? Because I think if, if COVID has given anything, it's that the fact that people, I think, are paying more attention, people want to change their lives. I've said it before on the show. I think the great resignation is a result of that, that people say, oh, I can survive without that job that I had that, that I didn't like. And let's talk about that. I, I, I'm, I'm so dismayed by this social process that we call the great resignation. I'm like, mm -hmm. it sounds like such a, a quitting ass attitude. Excuse my French. I'm like, stop. Yeah. People, we're masters at quitting. In fact, I'll tell you that of the 52 million people that qualify themselves as an entrepreneur, according to 2020 stats of the United States, the 52 million that qualify entrepreneurs. Okay. Well, that means there's 260 million that are what? Employees? Individually retired? Let's agree. It's probably not that. So what are they doing? It's not the great resignation. To me, it is the great resilience to remember you are exactly what you need to become successful. And until you get that lid off of your head that says, I have to work for somebody else. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not whatever the, I'm, the misfit is. That's the problem. So it's not a great resignation, in my opinion, although I understand why we're saying that from the political mm -hmm, point of view. Mm -hmm. But from, an econ, yep. from a reality point of view, it's the great transformation. It's finally people mm -hmm. going, crap, I really can do it myself. And I don't mean just by yourself, but I mean, do it at the, in the power of your home or your office or with your family. You can. There's so much opportunity now to do that. The problem now has become not the opportunities is how the hell do I get started? What do I do? Exactly. Who am I? Well, that's exactly what we started two years ago on. And even before COVID hit, because obviously we, we, we clearly mm -hmm. didn't, we didn't predict COVID, although that would have been cool if we yeah. did, but we didn't. <laughs> but we had the foresight. About two years ago, I sat down with our team and our board and said, this needs to go in a, no, in a whole way. I want everyone to have access, not just the 1% anymore, because I can, I mean, look, when you go to, when you go to our big academy, yeah, I can charge the high ticket items to be, go through our training. And yes, you, you, when you come out, yeah, you get your diploma and you're, you're pretty well trained. You're damn near a PhD yourself, although I can't give that designate that goes from a different space, but you're damn near there. But guess what? That takes about five to seven months to become a master and to go through all that process. Many people aren't going to commit to that until they have something else to hang their hat on. I said, guys, everybody needs access to what we teach. Between myself and my three partners, we have 110 years of real-world experience, boots on the ground, doing it, award-winning, showing the background to get to this point. I said, we need to be able to give it to everybody in a, in a way that they have access to 24 hours a day, and everybody can have it at a price point that there is no way they can go, well, I just can't afford it. And we did it. Well, here we are two years later. And, you know, now we're, as we get ready to do the new launch here, which goes live January 15th, 2020, 
2021, Jesus, 2022, I don't even know, year I'm in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I said, that's two years anyway, ago. Year I'm in. Yeah, 2022, <laughs> what ends up happening now is, hey, everybody has access to everything to build your business, to conquer your top seven fears, to see how your customers show up, how to hire and fire according to Archetypio profiling that we've used for 20 years that saves you $30,000 every time you hire and fire one. How do I get into my business plan? How do I write one, but do it in a fun way? All that's built in the app, but what made it so much fun, it's an adventure. You don't really realize it because you're in this massive ecosystem, this massive fantasy play that you jumped into your own avatar, which you create. And we do that through what we do in our profiling system. And you become this avatar and you go on this adventure. And as you're doing it, it's fun. The whole family can do it. We designed this so anybody from the age of seven years and up can understand it. Why? Because I'm a firm believer that if this is how it's not the great resignation, it is the great transformation. We have got to change all of our educational systems back into learning systems because we come out educatedly intelligent and life stupid. Example, you come out of high school. How many know how to negotiate a car contract or a lease or to buy a stock? They even know what a stock is, much less nowadays it's NFTs or cryptos. We don't know any of that stuff. Guess what we get to do? We get indoctrinated into the school of hard knocks. Well, the school of hard knocks, you don't ever graduate from. You just keep getting your butt kicked. Well, the problem is <laughs> by the time you realize that, oh, I know how to get my butt kicked really well now because I've gone through the school of hard knocks, you're 50, 60, 70 years old. And we never get the real mastership out of you here while you're here on the time on planet Earth. And you never get to experience what you want to experience. So our entire impetus was to go, let's make business fun again. Let's give them everything they want. Let's make sure that, and it's not an overvalue uh, you know, uh, kind of situation, although it does. It's, hey, this is those things that we should have learned, in our opinion, all the way through high school to prepare us for life, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's corporate uh, whether it's multi-level marketing, it doesn't matter. And so that really became our impetus of it. COVID, you're absolutely correct. What it did for us is it gave us this massive accelerating program on a global scale of people going, this sucks. We shouldn't be wasting our time going in traffic back and forth and da-da-da because the technology is clearly here, but we needed something to be the catalyst. Well, from the strangest of things and the oddest of depths of humanity comes COVID. And still going, I might add, because it's now on what, Omicron or whatever. It's I've lost count. I think we've gone through the entire Greek alphabet now <laughs> for what version it's on. And I'm like, guys, yes. and what what if you made it fun? And, and I don't mean that making light of it, because you know, I know there's wizards out there that are going, well, Travis, it can't be fun. It's business. Business is business and life is life. I'm like, you tell me where your business and your life separate. And I'll tell you that business is business. Until then, you're going to subscribe to the philosophy that says, Yes, the world doesn't revolve around you, but you are the center of your world. Therefore, your business keeps hitting that same glass ceiling because of your inability to learn, to change, to transform, either because you don't have the skills or you are too stubborn, or your culture doesn't know how to change inside your company because we're too busy pointing fingers at each other and blame versus game. Hey, I, I know why you're a wizard. I know why you're a bard because that's the games we used to play. And here's the scientific proof for all the people on your show that might be naysayers to any of this. Cool. Hey, boys and girls, you spent 16 to 17 years when you first came on this planet mastering imagination, creativity, unlimited uh, access. You did not have fear at any time and fun. You would know that as childhood. And then immediately as you graduated high school, you're thrust into this. Well, well, here's the deal. Okay, Travis, uh, I know you spent 17 years mastering being a kid, but now I need you to be an adult on the dime, go to university or get a job and figure everything else out on your own. We have no frame of reference on how to be adults. By the time we figure out being adults, we're, we're in the senior mature years. We're at you know, 70, 80 years old, and then we might qualify for being adult. But the second thing that happens is it takes all the fun out of life. And when you take the fun out of life, we don't activate our human emotion, which is what drives us. We don't activate the subconscious creativity, which doesn't have limitation. What we do is we continue to box and isolate, box and isolate, a la a COVID as an example, but we do that in our business. Well, that's my business over there. And it does that. It, what do you mean over there? It's not over there. It's you. Or that's my family. And I keep my family life, my business life separate. How the heck do you do that? You're still the constant in your world. So part of what this makes it so much fun is you finally get to discover and more importantly, rediscover this beautiful epic hero that you are, that you put away 
uh, long time ago because being a hero and dreaming big is for kids. Well, let me let me let me respond. Okay, well, the kids that dream the bigs you would know as Elon Musk, Zuckerberg, Bezos. They're still dreaming. They're going to space now. I mean, these guys are going to space because they're like, what else can we do? They've stayed in kid mode. And I don't mean kid as a mature. I mean, kid as an activation. And until you're willing to drop into that, you're not going to do it because this thing's going to keep telling you no, no, no. And a further validation and final point, if we try to keep solving things from mind, body, spirit in that order, we can, we're going to keep beating our head against the wall and expect it to become a door because even Einstein said that which created the problem can't solve it. Therefore, starting with mind and asking mind to create a different mindset is the definition of insanity because it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. If mindset training worked, it wouldn't be a $936 billion business every year in self-help. It's because mind is really mental masturbation. You're just going around in loops and loops and loops to make yourself quote unquote feel better, but it doesn't really transform. It's very rare. Transformation is through a thing that we call the EC formula. It has to be emotionally compelling. If it's not emotionally compelling, you're not going to do it. You're never going to make a million dollars a month. You're never going to go on that vacation. And it's not because you don't have the talent, capability, or mastership. It's because you keep asking this puppy to solve the problem, but it's the one that created it. You have to go to something more powerful, which is when we drop down in, in the subconscious or the fantasy realm. And again, all the scientific data for not just our 30 years, but also the last century says, hey, look, if we can put you into the fantasy realm, here you create automatically without, without any regard. You'll create because you have no limitation. Once we do that, we synthesiastically move that right into your reality. And all of a sudden, boom, your reality transforms all by itself because you've already transformed you over here. So then the mind now is in compliance and doing what it's supposed to do, which is now attracting from this process versus trying to go this way and change ourselves. And that's what makes the adventure so much fun. Well, that sounds really compelling, I have to say. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely you bring some points that, that, that are very interesting. And, and the mind, I can totally see that. I think it's uh, definitely a combination. And what you're talking about, just for my audience reference, it's an app you created that's called My Quest app, correct? No, it's called the Ultimate Business Quest. The ultimate business question, and and the, and the link will be on the show notes. Thank you. And uh, I, I love it because I know, and one of the things I speak a lot about in the podcast with my guest is how people they want to make that shift, but they just don't know how to make it. And right. and I agree that by giving that by having tools where you can just explore and submerge yourself in a different reality, it sounds like something that's worth exploring. Absolutely. Well, look at it this way. There's two things that are going to solve for you. One, you can't argue with the price. It's $2.99 a month, period. <laughs> you can only spend $36 inside the whole app. And that's if you actually go through the whole quest. That's it. $36. You can't even go to freaking McDonald's nowadays for $36. <laughs> Give me a break. So when people say, hey, you know, I don't have the money. I'm like, guys, our entire objective was we win when you win. When we did, we went through our beta testing late last year and earlier this year, rolling into 2021, we tested in five countries around the world. So see that human dynamics were consistent and they all came back consistent. And I say five countries, I mean, from Sweden to Philippines to Malaysia to Canada. So we cross-referenced the entire globe with teams who went through this that said, go through this, tear it apart, see what it does to your business. And the number one thing we came back with, one, it immediately changed the disposition of the company, sales immediately improved. And of course, the bottom line went up and wait for it, go figure. Everybody started having fun again about waking up and going to their work, whatever their work was. Because remember, we were all programmed as kids. Find what you love and the money will come later. Yeah, well, that's not what school told us. School told us is you have to be super intelligent. You got to have all these degrees after your name. And maybe if you slave your butt off for 30 years, you might be one of the lucky ones. What? That is completely contradictory. And that's how we tend to approach our business. Wow, I want to have, I want to make a million dollars a month. Yeah, but I know I'm not really, really willing to invest in myself. You know, I don't have the money. Okay, kids, we took that out of the equation. For $2.99 a month, you spend more of that on Netflix and Amazon and you're wasting more time. So beyond that, you're going to go through a film. And two, it's in the palm of your hand. It doesn't require, you have to go to some uh, high expensive coach. I know I am one and so are my partners. You don't have to do that. 
and you can go 24 hours a day, but it's fun. You want to go back to the app. You want to go back to the adventure because you know, you don't know what's coming next. Why? That's why we watch films. That's why we read books. That's why we watch videos because it takes us to that other reality. So those that are willing to go on this, and I mean, go on it, you're going to embark on a quest. And it is a quest, by the way. And you're going to find that blurring fantasy, what you would know as dreaming, and reality is what is the most powerful tool for stoking and creating that imagination, bringing that inspiration back and making massive impact to your bottom line of your business. Because now it's not obligation. And we were all taught that work is obligation. You have to go to work so you can play. Well, if you listen to that sequence, that means I have to work five days a week so I can go play two days on the weekend. That's a losing proposition. Even Vegas won't take that bet. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but we do it every day and go, okay, that's what we're supposed to. I'm like, but you're not have to. The quest is about powering yourself to level up in your business. And it feels like a fantasy, but then it becomes real. And isn't that the journey we all really want to take is to go on this amazing adventure and go, holy crap. We actually became a multi-million dollar company. We had an exit. We did, you know, whatever we did that day, we on a daily sales, we broke all these records because that, my friends, that's the stories we tell. We don't go out there and say, hey, Travis, guess what? I made $4 billion because I bought an NFT. Okay, you may tell that once, but it's a one story. When you tell an entire adventure of how you took an idea and you hatched it and it was your baby and you blood, sweat and tears. And now you're standing on stage as global telling everybody your success story. That's the adventure everybody wants, but we don't know how to do it. So part of what we did is created the blueprint on how to do it so that you can actually form your business. And we put everything in there from being able to figure out how to form your company. We even put our law firm in there. So our law firm as a registered agent will say, we'll give you a 15 minute call based on what you tell us. They'll give you recommendations. You need to be an LLC. You need to be a C Corp. You need to be an S Corp. So you have all of that structure as well. Help you get merchant services. We even help your business get funded. For those of you who actually complete the quest, we give cash prizes away in the app because we want to see good business. Because when business is fun, we as a species do things like go to space. We solve the oceans, uh, toxic problems before we all go down, climate change, educational reform, because now we're creating. It's not you did this and we need to fix it. And it's us and them model. It's, it's just us. And that is the journey mm -hmm. we all really want to take. And that's the legacy we're all looking to leave behind. And that's where we are. Well, it sounds, uh, you're getting me pumped and excited. <laughs> so that's a, that's a good thing. And uh, uh, hearing you talk, of course, I think about the loss of attraction. And I know I read somewhere you appear in a documentary, Beyond the Secret and the Awakening. And so I'm curious to hear, is, is it the loss of attraction in your opinion? Like, is that a real thing? Like the more we think about something, want something we attracted or what's your take on it? Something yeah. tells me you're going to have an interesting answer on this. I, I do. And, and you know, I was lucky. I was one of the co-producers and one of the co-stars in the sequel to The Secret called Beyond the Secret, uh, The Awakening, which we released last year. And again, COVID, thank you because Everybody got to watch it because they had nowhere else to go. So it's like, great, now, now you got to watch it, right? Because they ran out, of, yes. ran out of other things to watch. And so part of what we talk about is called the beautiful darkness. And when you first hear that, that scares the crap out of people. And I'm like, well, that's exactly why we need to talk about it. Because what we've done, going back to the misfit part of us, is we've stuffed down in the dungeon of ourselves, our guilt, our shame, our not good enough, never living up to my potential. I'm a dork. I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. I didn't fit in. Whatever the judgment of yourself was, we stuffed that down. And we continue to do it most of our lives. But subconsciously, and even more importantly, shadow consciously, it keeps replaying itself over and over and over and over because to our subconscious, there is no such thing as time. It's the past, future, now are happening simultaneously and concurrently. So what happened when you were 13 and what happens now at whatever age you are, are the same to it. It's just running on its program, no different than the computers we're talking about right now or how you're watching this podcast. So when you look at it from a scientific point of view, we go timeout. The law of attraction says, if you think about it, it'll show up. Okay, let's make that really simple. How many of you put on your wall, I'm going to have a purple Lamborghini by the end of the year, and you're driving a Toyota, as an example. Why? Because thinking about it doesn't do anything. It's mental masturbation. Now, I'm not saying you don't need to focus. What I'm saying is it has to have the emotional driver to get your brain to work in alignment. But let's go back to the law of abundance. Everybody always equates abundance with dollars or money. My response is, that's riches. Wealth is when you're abundant in other skills, i.e. you can take all my money and I've done this. I've had money, lost money, had money, lost money, had money again. And of course, having money is always better than not. I get it. But I've been mm -hmm. to the bottom twice because I'm an entrepreneur. 
where I think most people have become not entrepreneurs, they've become serial job holders, called themselves entrepreneurs, but not real entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs about building the brands and then exit, et cetera, et cetera, at a bigger scale. So I've been there, done it, bought the season pass myself. So I understand the journey and the wealth comes from this. Your abundance isn't in your money. Your abundance is in your ability to turn on the fun meter at any given moment. Here's why. One, you can never, ever, 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 ever run out of fun. No one can take it from you. You can't steal it from you. They can't buy it from you. They can't give more to you and they can't take it away from you. You control the level of fun. So your abundance is already maxed out and always will be maxed out. It can never go down unless you just flat out shut it off, which most people have done trying to become an adult, right? Secondly, in that abundance, when you constantly are asking yourself, how do I make this fun? Even in your business dealings or in your body transformation or in your relationship or with your kids, whatever you're focusing on, that's the focal point. My focal point is, how do I make this fun? Then from there, my fun emotion takes me up and then I'm going to create fun. And when it happens fun, when I, I happen to make it fun, it becomes infectious. It, just like you're talking, you feel motivated. Why? Because right now I'm blowing a lot of fun out because I'm having fun. I love talking about watching people transform their businesses and the ultimate business quest and, and the opportunities to be on podcasts like yours where we can talk about it openly. And it doesn't have to be this you know, pigeon thing from media, but we talk about it and go, it's fun. Nobody wants to go work for a schmuck. They don't want to go work for a dictator. They don't want to go work for, you know, someone who's just this kind of thing. They want to be part of something bigger than themselves, whether they created it or they're a part of it. And as long as that's a fun sequence, people will do things you cannot even imagine. They will create, they will work, they will reach out, they will make more sales call, they will go above and beyond because it's fun for them as a company culture, as a sales product, as a sales service. However, the business is structured, you can never run out of it. But when we focus on the law of abundance as wealth, how many broke people do you know that keep, think, keep focusing on that and expecting it to come true? It generally doesn't. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but the part they keep leaving out is they've transformed the subconscious belief structure and they have an emotional driver that's driving them because we are emotionally compelled creatures. Don't have to take my word for it. Here's a simple proof. When you were a kid, you didn't speak. You didn't have language skills, but you were emotional. You yelled, you cried, you screamed, you threw temper tantrums, and somehow your parents mysteriously knew what you were trying to communicate without language. So we start as emotional creatures and we learn to shut that down over time. And we're even told, don't let your, emission, uh, your emotions rule your business. Oh, shut up. The best battles in history, talking about military battles, have been won emotionally. We all know the famous FedEx story back in the 80s. Go into Vegas, put in all the money in line. That's an emotional decision. Why? Jeff Bezos starting, his, starting Amazon on one computer and a hope and a dream. And compelling that he wanted to change e-commerce. Well, he happens to be one of the richest men, if not the richest men in the world, one of the largest companies. And he did it in 20 years. So what we get to look at is what we're being told to believe and who we are. And I myself have had that own journey. I was told to be a PGA Tour golfer. Yes, I coached on the tour for 10 years. Yes, I, I was the first psychological infomercial on golf in history. I've done all these things in golf. But to my father, I'm a failure. I never went and played the tour the way he wanted me to play. But in my own world, I'm like, I like golf and it's taken me around the world, but I don't love it. I love what I do. So when you get to look at who we're told to be and who we think we are versus who we really are, we always come back to one thing. Life is meant to be experienced. It's meant to be enjoyed because there's one noble truth and there's only one on the planet that I've discovered. I've traveled the world three times now to places most people have never even heard of and been with the great masters. And I've heard only one truth. You're not leaving the planet alive. Period. <laughs> Everything else that we experience on planet Earth is some sort of story, adventure, nightmare, depending on which one you create, that ends at that moment for all of us. The downside is we don't know when that moment actually ends. So that keeps you present, if what most people call present. So the law of abundance, the law of attraction really starts with what are we really abundant in? You're abundantly in a creator mode if you're going to use the EC formula. But if you try to go mind, body, spirit, you'll never get past mind. Mind knows all your tricks. You set it up subconsciously to protect yourself from being hurt, from failing again, from your fear of success, from what if I get too attractive? Will my partner leave me? What if I, you know, if I stay this way, you know, what happens then? Will my, my body fail? These are all things that we set up as pitfalls to avoid the same thing that we felt when we were in like middle school as an example, the misfit. 
And I'm here to tell you, boys and girls, your mastership lives in that misfit that you store in the dungeon of the castle you call yourself. And you have the opportunity to shake up your reality and create a lifelong source that's not just a spark. It's a fire that will keep you going. You don't need motivation. You don't need inspiration because those are temporary. They're like a drug. What you need is transformation and ignite that, that fire within you that's been there, that has been smoldering for the last 20, 30 years and create a literally an organization, a business that is not just fueled, but hungry, hungry, not in a, I'm going to get mine before you get yours competitive way, but in a hungry to what can we create next? Because that's the ultimate business quest. And it is about this unending achievement. And most importantly, not just achievement, fulfillment. Because achievement's great. There's a bunch of achievements behind me. Who cares? When I leave the planet, guess where all those are going to go? In somebody's box, probably one of my kids or my partners. So who gives a crap? The fulfillment side of us is how we decide we leave this planet without regret. And that's when we get achievement and fulfillment. And now we're starting to balance our business life, our personal life, and starting to create a lifestyle as opposed to, hey, here's my purple Lamborghini. Here's my trophies. Hey, look, I've got you know X amount of followers. I'm all that in a bag of chips. And how many people do we all know? And I've lived among them and I was one of them myself, which is why I transformed my life. Get to the top of success and you're lonely, you're bored, you're divorced, you're in alcohol, sex, drugs, rock and roll, anything to make you feel somewhat alive because you're bored out of your freaking mind. So we're back to that same concept again. And this is what the quest solves so that we can get rid of those, those doubts and kind of catapult right over the, the objections and right in your insecurities, your misconceptions, and truly create that passion because that's what we all really want. I mean, let's be honest, deep down inside places we don't want to talk about in cocktail parties openly admit, we want to be on fire because that's what we remember as kids. It was so much fun. Wait for that bell to ring to go outside because we were going to play and we're going to have a great time and we're going to make up stuff and we're going to do adventures and we didn't care. And we had unlimited energy, abundant energy. Then we became adults and everything went like that. <laughs> and if not, you, you listen to this podcast anytime you're short on energy. And <laughs> this is contagious because, you know, it's really, really, I mean, everything you say resonates so much. And I think, Thank unfortunately, you. a lot of people are stuck on that. Uh, you use the term, I love the serious job holder. Mm -hmm. I think that's where a lot of people, unfortunately, get stuck. They say, I need to pay the bills. Yep. I need to, how am I going to do this? And I see people with great ideas and I'm a dreamer. So I probably Good. have the other problem. I'm like always thinking anything is possible. And, you know, but, but, uh, and it's sad because you see someone with a great idea and you see like, that's so achievable. Mm -hmm. Like you see it, but they don't. And then they never pursue it because they feel that they have, you know, all these things that they have to fulfill, like the bills and all that. So I definitely recommend check it out in, a, in the new year. It's always a great thing to start with that possibilities. So, I mean, there's so much I can feel I can talk to you about. <laughs> Is there anything else you have lined up in 2022 that really excites you that you're, oh. you know, excited? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so excited. We, so, Ultimate Business Quest is the first of the eight realms that you go through. So our holding company, which is our where our board lives and our advisory board, it's it's really we're a human puzzle company. We help you find the missing pieces of your life and put the nine realms together because that's really the adventure we're all on as humans is to come in and go, mm -hmm. okay, I've, I've mastered for whatever your mastership is for you to define for you my business realm. Now my parenting realm. Now my relationship realm. Now my body realm, because boy, we abuse the crap out of our bodies when we, we, we'll, mm -hmm. we sacrifice our body for our business. Well, then great. Now your business is successful and your health sucks. So mm -hmm. we're always looking for balance in these things. And then ultimately, you know, my relationship and my body, and et cetera. And we put it all in this fantasy gameplay. And the reason we did that is because it's got to go to a place where the abundance is fun. And we do it in a way that is so unique and so different than anything else to experience. Even so much as that, you know, Apple and Google said, hey, when, when we first you know, launched the first version of the app, they're like, uh, we've never seen it like this. We, we don't have a category for this. You guys are the first ones to actually do it. We, we were like, we were? Oh, crap. We did. Wow, to be the first ones to do We've never heard of that. That's awesome. Thank you. And coming from Apple and Google, that's a stamp of approval. We'll take it. And then we started to realize, we, so we submitted the, the app for a couple of you know, like communicator awards and tele awards. And we ended up winning eight awards where they came back and said, wow, we like the production of this. We like how you shot it. And I got, I had the pleasure of directing the entire app. 
So I got to be behind the scenes to direct. So it was fun to direct because I love directing and that's kind of, you know, part of my background. I'm a better producer, but I love directing this and I love it. (laughs) And And we have fun on the set because we're having a great time because like, you know, the seminar industry, which we're all a part of in some form or another, being coaches as a one-on-one, you don't really see the massive legacy impact. And we all want to leave a legacy behind, myself included. My legacy is I want to impact as many people as possible, change the educational system. And the last and the only achievement award that I want to win going forward, most importantly, is the Nobel Peace Prize, because that means we actually change the education system on a global scale. And then after that, we'll see what, you know, great spirit has for me. But that's beyond <laughs> that. The rest is fulfilling where I get stories every day of people going, man, I went through the quest and, you know, I've got a pool cleaning business and I've doubled, tripled my business just because I understand how my customers show up now in a whole new way. Do they show up as a warrior, as a wizard or a bard or a jester? And in one question, maybe two, I can immediately see where they're at and I can relate with them in a whole new way. And it's fun. Because I can go, oh, hey, I understand why you're a great dreamer. That's what bards do. They're super passionate. They're dreamers. They want to be immersed in, in the story. But if they don't have a story to tell, they invent crap. They invent things because they're bored. How do you know these people? They're the ones that are standing at the water cooler at your company going, so did you watch the game last night? Or did you watch the fight last night? Or did you see what the problem? Because they're looking for a story to tell because they're bored out of their mind. Because the passion that it requires for a bard isn't ignited anymore. But these are your salespeople. These are your customer service people. These are the people that need to have the fire all the time, not from a motivational point of view, but because they're on fire about the mission of what they're doing and they drive it. But if you don't know that, then you may be putting someone in a sales position who really is a wizard. They're more analytical. They, they need data. Well, that, that's not really going to be the department you want them in, but their resume say this, but who they are is something different. So being able to do things like that and get those responses, the fulfillment factor for all of us has gone up two, three, four X. I don't even know how to qualify it. And now to be able to do it on a global scale and everybody gets to take the game and everybody gets to play adventure. We all grew up playing the game Monopoly. We all grew, we were like, if life could be like Monopoly, damn, I'd be, you know, I'd be the maybe Mr. Billionaire, the, the character from Monopoly. Well, now you can, because now you can do it in an adventure. And here's the best part. It's not a one and done. You go from adventure one, which is the ultimate business quest one, which is claiming your throne. Then you go into business two. How do I now grow my kingdom? Now, number three, how do I leave my legacy? Then you can move into the relationship realm. You can move into the parenting realm. You can move into the sports realm. You can move into the fitness realm because everything that we're doing and have been doing now is designed for you to solve the nine pieces that you put away somewhere in the dungeon of you long ago and put those pieces back together. Even though you think they're misfit pieces and they don't fit, it's you trying to fit in is what robs you of your piece, meaning internal, and why your piece doesn't fit into the human tapestry. Because the piece down here that you think isn't the right piece is exactly what the human tapestry needs. But we've been told being you is the worst thing you could be. Fake it till you make it. Fake what? What, what are you faking? How do you fake that, by the way? I don't get that. I've never understood that concept. And my, <laughs> not that. why do I want to fake my whole life and then... I get into a relationship and six months later, oh, by the way, Travis, you're a totally different person. Yeah, well, I was faking the relationship until I made a relationship real. Now I'm going to be the real Travis. Oh, well, crap, right? So we, but it makes no sense, but we all start to participate. And I'm like, why fake it? Be it. Be it. Mm-hmm. Have fun doing it and have fun in a way instead of finger pointing and blame, go, oh, God, I totally get it. You're a wizard. I know how wizards think. Okay, wizard, this is what we're going to do. I need you to create that genius and da 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 da. And you all of a sudden now, the person's empowered. They come out of the dungeon. They come out of the shadows and you come out of the shadows. And now it's like being on a flight simulator for leadership development and you get to do it in real time. And then you take that fantasy and you pop it right into your reality and you've already practiced it, which by the way, we have scientifically proven all the way back to the great study of Harvard in 1970s, that if we put you in fantasy play subconscious and reprogram you first and then put it in your reality, you're already comfortable with it. You don't have to have mm-hmm. the learning curve. You don't have to go, well, I don't have a frame of reference for it. Yeah, you do. You have an entire platform in the back of your subconscious. But it was done such a way that it bypassed the objections, the excuses, the procrastination. I'm not good enough. Not live All those things that we love to put out there as guards to keep us from actually getting to the success we want. And that's what makes it so much fun for me and for my partners, because that's the fulfillment side for us to watch literally people change their businesses like that overnight. And it's not that we're giving you tips and tricks. I hate that. I can't stand tips and tricks. This is solid business foundations, basics, practical guidance, and presented in a way that's immersive. 
because we only learn when we're immersed in something. How do I know? You were a kid. It's simple. Mm -hmm. When you were in gameplay, your parents couldn't drag you home. You were fighting, kicking. I know I want five more minutes out here to play kickball. Mom Mm -hmm. and dad, you're ruining my game. We're five points up. This is for the World Series, blah, blah. None of that's actually true, but it was true for you or you were playing it. So when we immerse ourselves in something, we learn. And when we learn, it becomes a part of our DNA. Now we can kick in law of abundance. Now we can kick in law of attraction because we are literally vibrating at a billion vibrations, meaning the cells in your body, these soldiers that are waiting for your command to vibrate at a certain frequency, but it can't come from a conscious derivative thought because the conscious mind doesn't control your body. It has no control of it at all. So the only thing it has a choice is breathing and we suck at that. <laughs> we're terrible. <laughs> we're terrible at breathing. Why? We're holding our breath. And there's that famous move waiting to exhale, right? As an example. We're waiting to exhale, hoping our dreams show up. Our ship will finally come in. We finally made it, whatever that means to you. And then you exhale. What happens if you're 80 when you do that? And that's where most people end up. And they call that retirement. And retirement is one step in the grave. There is no such thing as retirement. There's no retirement. I hear you. My dad is 87 and I work for him. And he comes to the office every single day and people don't understand it. And I say he will die the day he decides to retire is a word I never heard. You're exactly correct. <laughs> be because I mean, when you think about that, what do you do when you retire? Nothing. You travel. Yeah. Why not do that? Well, you have all of the energy to travel and incorporate those learnings. Because part of what we did with Mary Unique is we actually shot a lot of this on location. So our content and our context marry. Because again, if it's immersive, it's got to be immersive as opposed to, hey, we did that. We shot this on a webcam. No, mm-hmm. we went out and shot it, directed, produced it. Why? Because it had to take you into that space. And just like your father, perfect example. You're right. If he stops working, and it doesn't mean he has to work where he does with you. It could be working on making a better boat or making a, a better hat. Doesn't matter. If he's immersed in it, he's alive. And that energetic abundance of life force that we all talk about, life is transformative, energy is transformative, never dies, it just changes states, is activated. But when we retire, what we're really saying is, I'm ready to quit. We've been quitting our whole lives. It's time we commit to committing as opposed to committing to quit. Because that's the thing that keeps us from actually growing our business. We're not committed to commitment. We're committed to quitting because we're used to quitting. We're used to being, well, it didn't work out because we hope for the best and we plan for the worst, which means you're all ready for the worst to happen. You're already prepared for it. So you're hoping it's just a way to make you feel better. No different than taking a glass of wine or you know doing ayahuasca. You're just chemically making yourself feel better for a certain period of time. And then boom, the plan for the worst shows up, but you were already prepared for that, which means you're abundantly creating your own demise. You're doing it. I know I've done it too. It makes no sense, but that's what our educational system programs us to believe. And we do. And it now becomes not, you know, people say, well, Travis, can you hypnotize me to make me successful? No, but I can help you wake yourself up from how you keep making yourself a failure because you keep hypnotizing you. I can't hypnotize the hypnotized. They're already under (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's like asking that's like asking a zombie to become a zombie. You're already a freaking zombie. What are you talking about? And so what we do is a, a technique I specialize in and what I was trained in and where my background is called reverse hypnotic thematic learning, which is a really fancy way of saying, yes, the subconscious is key, but unless we get down to the shadow and we get to the theme, the theme that drives you, your subconscious will reprogram itself to a certain degree, but the theme reprograms the entire sequence for you. And then the conscious mind now becomes this beacon that we talk about as the law of attraction because it's rightfully aligned, meaning this way, this way, this way, as opposed to this way, this way, this way. And why would you want to stuff it down anyways? You've already done that. It didn't work. Why would you continue to do that? Again, beating your head against the wall, expecting to become a door. I know I've done it too because I go, this doesn't make sense. And so part of what made, I think, the journey so much fun back to the original question for me was, who said who said a doctor has to act like this? And when I, and even to the point, I even looked up the etymology of the word doctor, and it goes all the way back to a Latin word that's derived from the word teacher. I'm like, well, damn, I hope I'm worthy of the title teacher because that, coming growing up in Japan, the word teacher, sensei, is a very big title, which means you've actually taken the journey. And so I looked at it and said, you know, we've, we've categorized doctor as expert. There's no such thing as experts. Medical doctors, PhD doctors, chiropractor doctors, are practicing. That's why it's called a medical practice. We're still practicing what we learned and we're making it our own and bringing our own uh, to it. But that takes some time in some of those elite fields. And I'm going, wait a minute. The best teacher on the planet is you. 
You just need a blueprint on how to teach, more importantly, wake yourself up from this hypnosis you keep doing to yourself and you don't realize that you're doing it. So by popping you into fantasy play and making it immersive, holy crap, this other you shows up. And I'm like, no kidding. It's been there all along. The reason you procrastinate is because it's a have to, an obligation, and nobody likes those. I don't care who you are. You're not going to do it. That's why we don't pay our bills and we don't pay our taxes on time because we have to. And we don't like it. We'll wait till the last possible minute, but we'll get an extension and go even longer because we don't want to do that either. So when you start looking at these things, it has to be immersively switched. And that's what the quest was all about and said, but if you're making money and you're growing your business and new opportunities are coming your way, you're going to boil it down to what's called the theme or thematics. And until you get to that theme or know how to get to that theme for yourself, you're kind of running around in the dark looking for the light switch, most often bumping into walls. And that's how we approach business. We approach life and we hope for luck, right? Maybe I'll get lucky or, and I use the word hope there's a double tap. I'm hoping, planning for the worst, but I'm hoping I get lucky, but I'm planning to pay my bills. Okay. What happens if you don't? Oh, well, I want to have a place to live. Sure about that? You sure about that? Because I'll take my personal experience and tell you a story. Uh, 2018, I, I summoned Kilimanjaro in six days. No drugs, no altitude sickness, and I've never climbed a mountain before in my life. I'm an ocean kid. I, I don't like cold weather, as you can clearly tell by my jacket right now. I don't like anything remotely cold. If it's below 75, I'm cold. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I felt compelled, puns intended, to go climb this. And I was out in Serengeti. And I had the beautiful opportunity to be one of the first Caucasians, even though I'm Italian, Caucasians, to go stay with the Hadza Bay tribe. And the Hadza Bay tribe is the, one of the oldest nomadic African tribes in history. Over 50,000 years, they've been nomadic. They're nomadic to this day. And I lived with them for four days. No houses, no running water, no huts, no get up in the morning, there's coffee made for you. And you know, mm-hmm. none of it. You had to spark the fire, make your own arrow get in your bow and start walking and go look for food. So you're up at four in the morning, making your fire. That's fun. After sleeping on the dirt all night, that's even more fun and go hunt for your food. And you, when we got our first meal, literally the four tribes and myself and my partner, and he and I were on this experience. Um, we got a, a piece of meat about this big. That was breakfast after a six mile walk. And then you had to walk back. You had a little bit of a break and then you got to go get lunch. So you started to start to appreciate that the primality, the primal things that we quote unquote need and that everything else is a want. Yes, you want a big house. Yes, you want all the cars. Yes, you want crypto and bank account and whatever it is you're into. Great. But if all the technology that we're all living on right now mysteriously shut off on the earth, I promise you the Hadza Bay tribe rule the world because they know how to survive. We don't know how to survive anymore. Mm-hmm. True. So we don't know how to survive. And then we have the audacity to go, well, if here's the deal. I need you to thrive in your business. I need you to really thrive. I don't know how to survive. How the hell am I going to thrive? What are you talking about? It makes no sense. And so we constantly put all this pressure and it's like literally carrying bricks uphill against the, you know, a 30 knot headwind and expecting that this is going to be fun. We're going to quit because it doesn't feel good anymore. Even though it's what we may say we want, the feeling that drives it doesn't feel good. We won't do it. And that's how we get into disease. That's how our body starts to pay the price. Our relationships start to pay the price, divorce, non-communication, non-sex, and we translate that to our kids and we wonder why generationally we keep doing this. This has got to stop and it can now with the quest. And most importantly, we want you guys to become a part of that movement because that's the only way we're going to change this educational system so that these kids coming up learn this now because they're still open. They're still masters before we turn them into misfits and say that you're a geek, you're a dork, you're a nerd. And we put all these labels on them. We're all geeks. I'm a total geek. I'm a total dork. I'm a big goofball. Yeah, I'm a doctor too. So what? What does that have to do with anything? And you finally come to the realization that you've always been enough. You just don't believe it anymore. And that's the Mm. fundamental problem with your business. And that's what we're going to change in the the quest. Well, I think that's a All so good advice. And, you know, to close, I think what you just said, you've always been enough to remember that you've always been enough. I think that's really key for everybody out there. And uh, I'll invite you to check it out. I know I will. I have an 11 years old that I'm like, oh, he'll be all over this. This is the time to do it. (laughs) Oh, I I got one even better for your 11 year old. Yes. So to prove the point, we asked uh, uh, two of our kids from our CEO, the ages 7 and 11, boy and a girl, to help us design the Ultimate Business Quest board game. And we did. We now have a, uh, a 501c3, the Ultimate Business Quest Foundation. 
that awesome. through, the, through the tax donations, we actually are now starting to put this board game in schools, in elementary schools, where the kids are starting to play the Ultimate Business Quest. And it's got so many cool features on it that it feels like you're in virtual reality, even though it's a two-dimensional game. But it teaches them these skills right away, but in a fun way. So now they're not afraid of real estate. They're not afraid of money. They're not afraid of self-worth. They're not afraid to make choices. God forbid they do that, right? They're afraid to make, they start to learn to trust themselves. And isn't that where we all really got screwed up? I don't trust myself anymore. I don't listen to myself. And that, my friends, is where we've got to get the gremlin out of your head quick, because that's what keeps us on the hamster wheel. So we even have the kids involved in this and they awesome. and that's they're walking their talk. I think that's great. That's Thank very you. smart. And I, I'm, I'm definitely with you. And I think you're doing important work. And, uh, and the fact that it's fun and it's accessible, I think that's what makes a difference. The part that, you, that you design it in a way where it can appeal everybody. Yeah. That is, I think, it's going to be Thank you. a winner. So to end, I cannot end the interview without asking you quickly, okay. you know, what makes you tick in the times? I mean, obviously, you're very passionate and, and I can feel many things that you talked about that makes you tick. But in days where you don't feel your best and you have, you're a little bit low on energy and you need to reconnect to yourself. Is there an activity, anything you do, anything, any tradition that you undertake to feel more connected to your true essence? Yeah, there's multiples, actually. Uh, part of what I come from is with you know, the autism background is I'll go hang out with autistics or I'll hang out with autistic parents, because if you've not had that experience or not been around autism, it can be emotionally taxing. And it's a definite communication strategy that you get to learn. But it's also the greatest lesson I think you ever can learn because autistics communicate emotionally. They don't communicate mm-hmm. necessarily verbally as a primary. So they've learned to stay in our true communication. Uh, nature. Always go back to mama nature. Kilimanjaro is an example, or go take a walk, get out of your freaking environment because that, and especially after COVID, you definitely need that. Or in our case, because we're, uh, what we do in the, on the body side in the, in the fitness side, uh, I'll go to the gym. Our CEO is, is an actual bodybuilding competitor and full-time CEO and full-time mom. So she's got her balance. And these are some of the words behind us of her words. And she's an active competitor. And I say active, meaning like doing one or two shows a month competitively. So she is constantly in the gym, running the company and being a mom and staying in balance. And so when we look at those things, we're like, well, wait a minute, you have the best drugs you could ever have on the planet right inside you. You would know them as endorphins. They're 10 times more powerful than any human drug ever created, but we don't activate them because we think to get to them requires work. So always ask yourself, how does this make, how does this fun? How do I make this fun? And then last one on leaves, I'm still in golf. I still, I still teach mm-hmm. golf to this day. Um, obviously, we'll, obviously, in the sports realm, you know, the, the golf is coming out, this, the stuff I never released on the PGA Tour. But I work with the high school kids, and I do it for free. Um, I don't mm-hmm. charge for it because, to me, it is the legacy of, hey, this is what golf has done for my life. I wouldn't be on this path if I hadn't been in part of golf and I had that experience and been to the, been to the PGA Tour and all the things I've done in film and television around golf. But golf, too, is where you get to find out where you're getting in your own way. You know, and again, it's a game, game that you bring into your reality. And so I go work with the kids and then I bring all the things that we do, not all, but a lot of things we do in the quest to their golf game, because to me, that's creating the legacy. It isn't just about their golf game. It's about the life game. And they use golf. I use golf as an analogy through the quest. And that's really kind of where I tend tend to hang out. And then, of course, we have a hard and fast rule. And that is all the partners and all the board, advisory board, all the team. There's, you know, there's over 55 people in the company full time. Every Sunday. There is no talk or communication. We call it jester day. And that is that one day where you, you get off the phone, you get off the podcast, you get off all the digital stuff, you don't watch television, and you calm down. You reconnect. And that sounds like a very simple thing to do. Trust me, my friends, when you say to yourself, I'm going to spend eight hours and I'm not going to be on my phone, I'm not going to watch TV, you do, you're going to find out how distracted you really are by all those things and where that hypnosis comes from that keeps you in your loop when you finally just say, hey, I'm going to take a, you know this day and I'm going to reconnect or I'm going to go sit on a rock or I'm going to go take a walk or I'm going to go explore something I've never seen before to reignite that adventure part of you. Because this whole concept of staying on the grind is a depleting asset. It doesn't work, right? And, and as you said, the great resignation, the great transformation is because people are tired of grinding. Grinding sucks, right? It's a suck. There's no other word for it. It just sucks. I'm not saying you're going to have moments of it, but it does suck. So what if we keep our, at least keep our batteries recharged from that perspective, or more importantly, we get to at least drain out 
the things that we tend to take on that aren't really ours. And that's really where I spend most of my time. Wow. Well, but I have to thank you. This has been a fantastic interview. And thank I you. think there's so many nuggets of wisdom that are staying with us. And, and you know, to everybody out there, remember that abundance is your ability to turn the fun meter up. And I think that's also one of the things I love the most about what you share. So thank you, thank you Dr. Travis, for being on the show. Thank you. And everybody out there, check on the link, check the app. You know, anything that you can do is one step closer to living a more fulfilled life. So doing a small action is better than no action at all. So <laughs> thank you all. And uh, until the next episode of Back to Basics. Thank you. You've been listening to Back to Basics. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite streaming platforms. This is the best gift you can give us. Join me next week for another Back to Basics conversation. And if you want to find out about other exciting things I'm working on, visit LeticiaLatino.com. Thank you and until the next time.